How much is your time worth? Every time you say yes to something, you're saying no to something else. That's right. Because your your time is finite. Yes, you have the same amount of hours in a day as Beyonce, but Beyonce is outsourcing her weaknesses. Beyonce is not doing a whole lot of what she doesn't want to do right now. If you're an entrepreneur, you probably need to get to a level where you're working more on your business, not just in your business. Welcome to the Pod Circle Podcast, where we bring practical tips and insights for every podcaster. Whether you are just getting started or you're already a seasoned podcast pro, these conversations dive into all the topics that matter most to you. So today we are diving into one of my absolute favorite topics, outsourcing your weaknesses. And I would say as a professional multitasker. Um, I have just delusions of grandeur. I think I can do absolutely everything. And one of my intentions for the new year is just getting realistic about what can I actually do today. You can't have it all. You can't have it all at once. You can have it all at some point, right? So I really am committed to that this year. And I want to extend you an invitation to do the same. Because I think if you're an entrepreneur, which is what a lot of our clients are, a creative person, or just frankly, someone who's willing and committed to get a podcast out into the world on a consistent basis, you probably have similar delusions, right? Yeah. Kyle, do you have these delusions? Oh, good Lord. We were just talking right before our uh, recording today. Yeah, this is, I told, I emailed McKenzie earlier this week or sometime, and I I think I said in there somewhere that 2024 is the year of of delegation. So this this is a very uh, timely podcast for me and and I think and I agree with you like I'm a I'm a very good multitasker I'm you know I'm pretty yeah. good at a lot of different things I'm a small business owner which mm-hmm. kind of ne- necessitates being a bit of a jack of all trades but as we grow it's just you've got to outsource your weaknesses like you're talking about and so I've I've identified four or five different areas where I can do that and yeah this will be like preaching to the choir today we're just right here in it so you are not alone in that um I heard a quote a couple years ago one of my absolute favorite shows is Parks and Rec. And the great Ron Swanson says, never half-ass two things, whole-ass one thing. One thing, thing. yeah. Um, (laughs) And it's been something I've been thinking about. So you can't do it all. You can't have it all. So let's talk about what that actually means. And I think, like you were saying, you're really good at a lot of things. And I'm betting that people on the other side listening to us today are good at a lot of things. So just even getting strategic of where's your time best spent. So yeah. Talk to us about what outsourcing your weaknesses is, Kyle. Yeah. So outsourcing your weaknesses simply means delegating, hiring help, abandoning the things that you're not good at and just simply aren't worth your time mm-hmm. uh, so that you can spend your time and energy doing the things that you do best. And I think that can be difficult for us to identify sometimes because I am, I'm just the kind of person, like I'm just a Google away from learning, learning a new skill or learning how to do something else. And a hundred percent that serves us all until it doesn't. Yes. So. Oh, Kyle. I'm, I tell people I've made a career out of being able to Google and, you yep. know, be the person that can find the answer. But at some point you have to specialize. And I think when we talk about podcasting, we know that only 20% of podcasters make it within the first year. And I think that's because they're trying to do it all. It's not yes. sustainable. So let's start with asking yourself a few questions. We want to teach you how to do this. How do I even figure out how to outsource my weaknesses? What are the things I can delegate? What can I stop doing? What can I start doing differently? Let's get above podcasting and then we'll kind of bring it back down. But just this general idea of take an assessment. What is the total time every day you spend on tasks that you don't enjoy, you don't excel at, or you feel like maybe are outside of what you could do best? So just go ahead and guess. And I think 
you need to track your time for a couple days, you're going to be surprised. And then you get to identify, where do I shine? Where am I an expert? And what are the things that only I can do? Kyle, you talk a lot about where do you have those 10,000 hours? What are the things that only you can do that you're not really getting the time to do or you're not doing them to the level that you'd like to be doing because your time is spread thin in other places? You know? Yeah. I mean, for me personally, it's like starting this business back in 2016, kind of as a side hustle to my music production business, I could edit podcasts, audio podcasts with my hands tied behind my back. So that's because yeah. I'd already kind of had my 10,000 hours in editing software and mixing audio and all of those things. So it was a very natural extension of what I w- had already done and been doing for so long. I think going from from doing that and growing my business to the place where I just can't do all of that anymore or else I'm turning away business and also just expanding services into video editing, which is something that I can do, but like, you know, there's just people that are better at that than I am. Yeah. You know, show notes, writing all the different aspects of the services we offer. That's when it's become abundantly clear over the past few years, like it's time to start hiring help. And so I'm, I'm taking the same advice that I'm giving you all today. And one thing that yeah. you that you say sometimes, McKenzie, and um, that we tell people is like, yes, you can, you can do these multiple things. You know, you can learn. Yep. You're smart people. We can all learn how to use Descript or edit audio if we really put our mind to it. So you can, but you probably won't. And that's where I th- right. that's kind of the crux of the issue. I think is like, what's it going to take to get the ball across the goal line or whatever? What's yeah. it going to take? So, so maybe you can do it, but you probably won't. Is the truth. And so what's going to get you to actually release that podcast, launch the podcast, and then release episodes on a consistent basis? Mm-hmm. And my bet and my experience is that it's going to include hiring out your weaknesses and outsourcing your weaknesses. Yeah. And you're probably overestimating yourself. I know that I do that. Of, totally. Hey, I know I can do that, but I overestimate the amount of time I have in a day. I overestimate how long something's going to take me. And I think, how can you find the people and partner with people who do do the task you're talking about with their hands tied behind their back. Yeah, I think, I mean, I emailed you a couple of years ago after I've been working with you and said, hey, if you ever need help, you were telling me you were talking about expanding your business. If you ever need help, show note writing is something I can do in my sleep. Mm-hmm. And I think there are parts of what I do with you now that I can do in my sleep in a different way. You could lead a strategy session, but there's things that I can Not do like at, you. at a, an easier level, right? Yeah. And so I think it's just... Who are those people who can do this with their hands tied behind their back? I think you've gotten yeah. really strategic of getting video editors because you can do that, but is that where you're best spent? And yeah. how much is your time worth? Hmm. This is a question that... I think that brings we, up a lot of things for for different yeah. people. It can be really hard yeah. to be objective about that. Yes. How much is your time worth? Is it worth... What What is the sacrifice that comes to this? What are you saying no to? Because every time you say yes to something you're saying no to something else. That's right. Because your your time is finite. Yes, you have the same amount of hours in a day as Beyonce, but Beyonce is outsourcing her weaknesses. Beyonce's not doing a whole lot of what she doesn't want to do right now. Right, exactly. So, But I hate that when people are like, you have the same amount of time. Yes, but she's being strategic in how she's outsourcing her time. She's using her hot time exactly where she needs to be. So don't be deceived. Your time is not free. And whatever you're doing that is outside your skill set is keeping you from doing the things that are inside your expertise. If you're an entrepreneur, you probably need to get to a level where you're working more on your business, not just in your business. Yeah. And so you need to get above that and be realistic. And if you're a podcaster, there's going to be a point where let's outsource what we don't do the best. 
So let's talk about some life examples. We've been talking a lot about podcasting. We've been talking about business. But what are things you need to do, even in your own personal life, to get you above, to get you that time and capacity to focus on your podcast, your business, whatever? Uh, some examples for me is that I there was a season of our life. It was glorious. Before we had two children in daycare, we got a house clear every week because we wanted to be able to have time with our child at the time. We were both working full time. It was a lot. And so my ambition is to make a certain amount of money this year so that I can get back to doing that. That's my yeah. goal because I want that time back with my family. And also there are some projects and some dreams that I want to chase that I just don't have margin and capacity to do right now. So if I had a house cleaner, I wasn't focusing on that on the weekends. That would be great. Another one is grocery pickup. I do not go to the grocery store anymore. Yeah. I put my I list in and I pick it up. I do it like in the margins of my day. I take notes. I put in my grocery order and then someone else does my shopping and I pay a premium $2.99 for it. And it's the best $2.99 I've ever spent in my oh, life. Oh, yeah. Um, do you have any examples in your own personal life of things that you have outsourced in different seasons? or? Yeah. Anything? Yeah. Keyword seasons because our life right now, yeah. we've been nomads, digital nomads for you know going on two and a half years. Uh, so yeah. that looks a, a lot different now. But in the past, we've done the same. We've hired, uh, we had a house cleaner that came a couple times a month which was awesome. I mean, my, my wife and I have always worked full time. And now, you know, especially once we had a, our son. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that was, that was a no brainer. But even now, I mean, it's, you know, we, we move around on average uh, every six or so weeks, six or eight weeks yeah. here and move to a different place. And my wife is really diligent about doing her best to find just short-term childcare wherever we go so that we can get a few extra mm -hmm. hours either to ourselves or a few extra hours to work. Mm -hmm. So that's been huge, like using care.com to hire babysitters and obviously, you know, vetting them out and all those things and making sure it's a good fit. But we've used them in probably seven or eight of our stops in the past couple of years. Mm -hmm. So Incredible. things like that, like I'm going to be hiring a bookkeeper this year for the business mm -hmm. and a handful of other uh, just kind of fractional things just because I, there's just things I I need to get out of. I've kind of done the, the uh, analysis a bit of like, okay, what's my time worth? Someone else can do this better and cheaper, essentially, than yeah. you know than how I'm doing it. And I, once you kind of think about it that way, it becomes very, very clear what to do. Yeah, it becomes an easier decision. Yes. And I think something that I've watched you do is like you're an expert in audio. Like that's just something, okay, like you said, you can do it with your hands tied behind your back. But you and I were having a conversation where you said, I need to get more editors. Yes. I can't be doing every single one of these anymore. You know, you've got a couple editors on your on your team, but you need more. And yes, this is something that you could do efficiently and quickly, but you've got to delegate and you're getting, you're also training some of the tactical elements that you are and figuring out how to multiply yourself, right? You Definitely. Yeah. Just like reproducing the way that, uh, that I approach editing a, a podcast episode, like just documenting the whole process. Like I'll, I'll go yeah. through a whole episode from top to bottom and I'll record a loom video. Hmm. And I mean, I'm literally building my business on that method right now. So just kind of trying to reproduce, like just take my 10,000 hours, distill them down and just find people that are kind of like-minded. Um, mm -hmm. I mean, I'm a perfectionist. So delegating in, yep. in that realm is maybe the hardest thing it's I've done in this business, just because I have really, I have high expectations on what the audio can and should sound mm -hmm. like. And I think for my long-term clients, I don't want to serve them anything different than what they've become yep. accustomed to. So at the same time, like I need to, I need to step out of that. I need to let some other folks that are really talented and and, and have also got that, had their ten thousand hours too. Step in, train them up, 
and um, let them continue to develop a skill, the same skill yeah. that I have. What I'm hearing is you're doing a little bit of work on the front end to reap a ton of benefits on the back end too. Yes, totally. And so instead of just like continuing to churn it week after week, you're putting a little bit more effort in, hey, it's going to make it a little bit longer to edit this podcast, but I'm going to have something that I can reproduce, like you're saying, reproduce your expertise. Yeah. Um, this is an analogy that I think is, I have heard. So my husband was talking about this company that they work with, this distributor of books because he sells books. But he was saying that their CEO every year, he like makes a big show of it and he goes in the month of December and packs boxes and he packs boxes to send out in the Christmas season with his warehouse guys. And, you know, it's this whole thing. And I was like, oh, that's kind of like a good morale booster. And my husband, who just thinks so differently than me, said that's a complete waste of CEO's time. And I kind of laughed and he said, if I was in that situation, I'd be so mad. He would make me be more inefficient in what I was doing because I'm an expert at the warehouse and packing boxes. It would disrupt everything. People would not be on their A game because they'd be nervous. And he said, Mm. and third, what are you not doing? What strategic things are you not doing in your skill set that is going to be putting our business at risk? And I, I, he just thought of it so differently. And so I think there's opportunities to bring build morale, but also uh, what should you be doing? I just think it's a great example of step back and say like, maybe I think this is beneficial and maybe it's really not. So yeah, well, that's a very interesting case excited. study because I'm like, oh, yeah. I love the morale, just like kind of like, you know, the boots on the ground, like, hey, I, yeah, especially if they're a CEO, like a founder CEO, we're just like, hey, yeah. I've done all this stuff. Like, I used this to do this, yes. This isn't foreign to me. I'm just stepping back into my old role. Well, I am excited to really get practical um, about this idea. We've given you some things to think about, about outsourcing your weaknesses. And over the next three weeks, we're going to dive into three areas that you we think you should consider outsourcing as a podcaster as you grow and begin to assemble what we're going to call your podcast team. So like Avengers Assemble, <laughs> here are the three things over the next couple of weeks that we're really going to be diving into. We're going to be diving into why we think you should outsource video and audio editing, outsource marketing and content and some things in that space. And then the third, we think you should outsource the production and producing of your podcast. So talk about that a little bit more, the production, the producing yeah. side of it. Cause I think there's a little bit of a misunderstanding and you know, there's the post-production, which is kind of the editing and things, but yes. what is the kind of the pre-production just really quickly as we round it out? Yeah. So I think the pre-production, as I think about that, I think about someone who's thinking really high level and strategically about your podcast as a whole. Yes. Um, and they're thinking more macro of what is the narrative we're telling? What are the themes that we're doing? How can we connect to larger conversations outside of your podcast? How can we be strategic and connect everything else that you're doing and use your podcast as a content source for social, for your email newsletter, for everything else, business, and make sure that your podcast is really being strategic and serving all of your goals. And so we do that on our end. We help some of uh, our clients produce their podcast and we think really strategically, right? We do a quarterly strategy session where we outline all of their episodes for the quarter, we create outlines for their podcast so that they don't have to kind of be in the nitty gritty of it. They can just pop in and say, okay, this is what we're talking about and bring their expertise, right? But we give them right. something to start from. Yep. And then we also just continue to keep them on track from a content perspective. So that's kind of what production looks like from what we offer. And then we'll talk a little bit more about different elements that you could outsource and really lean on the expertise of other people. Yeah, totally. Thanks for giving that. I mean, obviously, I know that because we do that for folks, but yeah, I think it's, some of the terminology can get, something. can get kind of squishy for people. Yeah. So um, as we wrap up, if you're tired of doing it all, like we've talked about, 
Uh, we've got you covered. That's, <laughs> that's exactly what we do at PodCircle. You're going to hear about it over the next few weeks. There's a whole slew of services that we offer to podcasters. At PodCircle, we want you to do less of what you're not an expert at so you can get back to what you do best and, and free up your time. And I think a big thing is just to enjoy your podcast. I think a lot of people get, yes. have a lot of excitement getting in. And it's like, oh, you know, I'll, I'll learn some of the ins and outs. And then that's when episode five and six roll around. And it's like, man, I don't have, I don't have time to keep this up, you know, but, and I, but yeah. I've already started it. So that's, that's very often where people meet us. And, um, mm-hmm. and we, you know, we, we forge an alliance together and take all that off of their plate so that they can do the thing that they started out doing for the reasons they started out doing it. And if you want to launch your podcast, if you're at the front end of this conversation and you want to launch smarter, not harder, uh, and really be strategic in how you're optimizing your efforts, we want to get our free complete podcast starter kit in your hands. So you can head to podcircle.com slash start. And we are going to outline everything you need to know about getting that podcast from your head out into the world. All right. Well, that's it for this week. Come back to us next week. We're going to talk about outsourcing your editing and the importance of that and dive into some of the details there. So we'll talk to you next week. 